we hopefully there's audio hopefully it's not echoing because this thing i turned it on i hit record i hit stream and the shit's like and started ringing not sure why it happened but as long as you guys as i'm because if i'm coming in clean let me know in the chat and we'll, we'll get started on this sucker so that was the intro so we're going to change the format up a little bit because i had no mic audio on the wait screen so i couldn't do the uh print question of the day kind of thing so i'm just going to ask you guys that right now uh before i get started on the whole introduction so today's print fam question is how important is creativity in your screen printing business? Let me know in the chat. And while you guys are responding to that question, I'm gonna do the intro. Wanna welcome everybody to the Print Life Live podcast where we talk news, we talk business, and then at the end of all that good stuff, we get to the meat and potatoes of this sucker. Nah. Uh, where I answer your screen printing questions either through the live chat or through YouTube comments or also through the Facebook group Which is turning out to be quite an interesting place to hang out. It's hard for me to keep up with matter of fact um, Before I get into all that you guys know I like to do the social media reminder It seems to be working so I'm gonna keep it up first thing on the list head over to Instagram and Twitter and follow me at Cam Irvin I'm gonna spell it out for you because Urban is spelled weird. It's C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. So follow me on both of those accounts there. Also, make sure that you are, of course, subscribed to the Print Life uh, YouTube channel. Make sure you're liking all my videos, commenting on all my videos, and just generally interacting with me on all that shit and all that good stuff. And last but not least, head over to the Print Life podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Throw me a subscribe, five-star review glowing comments and uh we'll be best friends oh yeah also because this thing is already blowing up but go to facebook and send me a request to the print life facebook group uh, so that we can keep building that community still looking for a moderator had a few people reach out maybe interested but i haven't made a decision on that yet so if you're interested be sure to dm me on facebook somewhere around there uh, you know, before I get into the question thing, I like to go through the chat and just briefly say, well, normally I go through the chat and say hi to everybody in the beginning. But what I'm thinking is just so that we don't waste a bunch of time, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say to the, I'm going to say what's up to the first 10 that were logged in that way. Like, you know, there's some kind of like incentive to just getting here early. I don't know. Anyway, so let me start prototype eight. What's up? Welcome to the Print Life Live. Space Sloth. Welcome. How you doing? Uh, Rye Beats. Welcome as usual. Uh, what else we got here? That's three. Jason Inns. Welcome. Custom Works. How are you doing? Uh, looks like we got Standard Graphics. Welcome back. Jeremy McCargue. Welcome. I was reading your little your little thing there. It says same BS, never gonna change. I was intrigued. I wanted to know what that what that was all about. Uh, prototype eight. I think I said what's up already. Jamie Lineback, welcome. Uh, Crown SP, welcome. Elevation Print, glad you're here again. Bad Conduct Screen Printing, what up? I know you're a newbie. 
Uh, Fabio, what's up, man? I'm not gonna, I refuse, I refuse to keep butchering your last name. But I'm gonna do it one more time just for nostalgia's sake. Gutierrez. It's my attempt at a Hispanic accent. That's it. I'm never saying your last name again. That was it. Last time. Fucking good enough. So welcome everybody. If you're just tuning in, man, I'm super stoked that you are in fact here. Ah, God, dude. You know, we always like to get into the news, but I just, before we do the actual news thing, I just want to put you guys on game. Uh, Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, let's roll the news because that's part of the news thing. So there you go. It's news time. It's news, 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 news time. And song's over. So as far as the news goes, for me personally, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of news. And I also feel like there's no news. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been following the blog. The vlog, not blog. Things are slow around here. And I'm, I'm loving it. So they're slow. Actually, it was slow. I, I just lay some people back for a little while. I go back out on the phones. And like the second I go back out on the phones, I start getting hit. Dun, 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 dun. So the phones are starting to, to ring, getting calls, um, calling people back, you know, just doing the whole game. And it's, it's picking back up. I... Uh, I just feel like, I don't know if you guys remember, I don't even remember if it was in a vlog or a live feed, but I talked about how important it is to work and how I, for a a while, for the past year, I really had this like dream of passive income where you just build this thing and you kind of sit back and let it run itself. Well, uh, I'm back in it, I'm running, I'm gunning, and it, it just feels good to be back out in the shop. I think at the end of the day, and maybe this is just um, like justifying me being out there. I don't know. But I feel good back in the shop. It feels good answering the phones. Still fucking hate email. Uh, still more or less refuse to respond to it. But I'm answering the phones. Uh, the site, man. The fucking site. I put all this time and effort into it. Built the website up. And then... When it came time to launching it, I was off the phone. So I launched it with somebody else answering phone calls and I didn't really get to experience the amazing life that you can have when you have an automated customer management, project management and client ordering system in place. Dude, it is like... 100% easier than it ever was before when I was manually ordering, manually invoicing, manually, manually, manually everything. So I'm just happy to be out there. So that's my news. Life is good. Chilling like a villain. And the work's coming in. And and as all of you guys know, I think a lot of the people that tune into this channel, I'm in super kickback mode. I got my feet up. Uh, Anyway. A lot of the people that subscribe to this channel are independent. They're running solo. So you guys know just how wonderful it feels to just be doing your own thing, running solo. You make a lot of money in this business. It's when you start trying to hire on salaried mother. That's when things start to take a turn. But you all know how good it feels to just make your own money, uh, kind of be your own boss to a degree. 
and just enjoy life. And that's where I'm at. So that's the news for the shop. Uh, but y'all do know that I also love to go to the Print Life Facebook group and just give a few shout outs to shops that are willing to put themselves out there and share the things going on in their lives. So that's what I'm going to do. So here's the Print Life Facebook group, if you're listening. And what I do is just run down the thing. And I, you know, I try to avoid the questions in this segment, but I just try to, to, to highlight things where people are just coming and saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening in my shop. Uh, but there's always a ton of questions, so it's a little difficult for me to weed through it. Uh, RUI Silva is doing a test print. It looks like a single color discharge, but the art is sick as shit. Uh, Allison Reichart just got her press delivered today. Uh, she's hoping to have it set up by the time she gets home. Uh, and of course, once it's up and running, she's going to post some, um, some, some stuff. Now, this one is the one that I saw, and this is the kind of shit that I've been looking forward to. This is from, and I'm going to butcher the name, so I apologize if you're here hanging with the print fam and just listening to my silly-ass babble, but it's from Carranza Jorge, or it might be George. Either way, I'm fucking it up. Uh, got some shop news, and I'm just going to read this verbatim. Verbatim. Uh, Carranza Jorge has teamed up with local crafters, makers, artists, and builders, and they're occupying a large building made for expanding businesses. Now, I assume this is some form of a co-op. We have a couple of those here in Phoenix. It'll be an artist in commons with the name Sawtell, at Sawtellsm. I'm going to spell this out. At Saw, S-A-W-T-E-L-L-S-L-M. Uh, and then what he's done is included a 15 second video. This is part one of three that was made to promote his shop in the, uh, community space. Uh, they will, they will be, wait a minute. The move will be within the next year or so, but definitely a huge step for him. And his main target is clients that are in the Oregon and California area. And, you know, he goes on to say he's nobody special, just a guy who started printing in his broken, um, a garage, but I don't know, man. This is a pretty special deal. These co-ops are amazing. Let me maximize this and just let you guys listen. My name is George Cranza. I'm owner and operator George. of DesignX, the screen printing and design company. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> so it's definitely George Carranza. <laughs> I definitely fucked that up. You have your last name first and your first name last. Anyway, I just want to say to you, George, congratulations, man. I think that that's an amazing place to be. And when you're in a community like that, dude, a lot. it's very similar in the shop where I'm at. It's much more of a shit show than what you got going on. But there's a sort of a renaissance going on here. We have, we have band rooms. We have uh, photography studios. We have just amazing things going on in this building. And it does create sort of a renaissance that helps support each other. A lot of the, the studios get garments from me. The bands get garments from me. So it's very cool that you're there. And I think you're going to benefit from it greatly. Uh, anyway, yeah, let me get back to the thing. 
going? Okay. Got some a lot of questions, so hopefully I come back to that during the Q&A segment. Lots of questions. And Alec... Now, remember, guys, like, as much as this is the thing, and I know that everybody involved in this print fam, you guys are, um, you know, you got questions, you all are a bunch of newbies, but it's cool. But what we're re what I'm really interested in is, like, I want you guys to take George's, George Carranza's thing as a prime example of what you can still ask your questions, but while you're asking your questions, I also want you doing the sort of thing that George is doing. So ch take a look at his post in the print life Facebook group. And I kind of want you to emulate him along with your questions. Okay. Cause it's so cool. Uh, Micah Heislet made a washout booth homemade. Oh, it looks like it's one of those big uh, water tanks. You just cut out the front of it. And it's, that's actually, dude, that would work like a charm. Why did I never think to get one of those? Aren't they still pretty expensive though? Uh, Jamie Lineback, uh, James Hamilton sent her a Hellbox print shop t-shirt. Looks dope. She's crushing. She's, she doesn't really care for her selfie game, but I'd say she's crushing it. Uh, and she's excited to be getting uh, swag from other printers, which is, it is cool, man. And uh, hopefully you guys are all uh, sending me your swag. Do I even have to ask at this point? I mean, I'm just expecting one. Is that arrogant of me? Like, Where's my Hellbox print shop shirt? You know I'm going to shout it if you send it. Dude, you guys, if you send it, I'm going to shout it. My address is on the website. Send it. You got to be, you should just, I mean, come on. Dude, I want that shirt. Where's my shirt? Okay, Kevin Gunn. Set up a three-color job last night. White underbase. Red and blue on top of white. Oh, red and blue printed on top of white on black shirts. Oh, th this is a question phrased kind of as a statement. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, so actually, man, this week compared to previous weeks is kind of sucking. Because y'all, a few complaints, but no news. Remember... What I what what we want from the print life, all of us. I'm telling you, man. What George has done here is a beautiful thing. You share your shop's news. This isn't this, dude. There's screen printing Q and A. My dude, um, uh, where is he? I forget everyone's names all the time, but he's got the screen printing the screen printing Q and A going hard. If you have questions, you can still ask him in the print life. But really, the print life is a sweet place to fucking report your news. This is going to be the the small print shops industry news feed that's my vision for it so just share what is going on in your shop that's an awesome thing there's nothing like that on facebook save your questions for you can still ask them here of course because it's still but we want to know what is going on with you what you're doing who you're showing. you don't have to share your clients or anything like that just share what's happening and no matter how small you may think your news is it's still big to the community as a whole and it will also help my live feed and it's you're more likely to get shouted the fuck out during this part if you're submitting news okay 
I feel like that's the end of the news, guys. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the Bennis. Oh, shit. Hang on. Dude, god damn it. Is it going to show the thing? There we go. It's time for the Bennis topic of the day. Yo. 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 Uh, yo. Let me adjust this because I feel like I'm sitting in a hole. I'm in kickback mode, so I'm laying back, taking it easy. And in today's business topic, these are my show notes. The pathetic. I thought about it just last minute as I have been lately. I, I have um, found it difficult to really put a lot of thought into this when I'm out there running and gunning all day. But I'm going to give it my best shot. And it is in regards to the uh, question I asked you early, earlier on how important creativity is in your screen printing business. And before I dive in to it, I do, uh, do want to take a second and see if anyone answered that question in the chat. Yeah, uh, damn good. It's looking and sounding clear. Oh yeah, guys. So just so y'all know, man, the audio is gonna sound different. I'm running it directly through the camera into the computer. Whereas earlier, I had the capture card for the visual, and I had an entirely separate USB mic for the audio, and syncing them was a problem. Now I have a lapel mic, wireless receiver, another receiver on top of the camera, and it's running into the computer as one unit. So. It may fall in and out of sync a little bit, but it should catch back up because they're not independent devices. Uh, and, and if this works for a while, I will look into a higher quality wireless mic system or maybe even have the, the traditional like XLR mic, but it's going to dump in through this. So there's, I'm, I'm figuring it out. Okay. Well, shit. Well, all right. Well, t- I'll tell you what, John. I just saw that John did in fact send some shop news, but it's not showing up on my page and he's telling me to refresh it. I'll tell you what, let's do next Wednesday uh, when we go live, dude, like I will make sure to, to focus on it, okay? Uh, I'll make sure to, I'll shout it out next time. Now, what I'm doing right now, guys, is looking for answers to the question that I asked earlier, which I'm sure. Man, look at you guys go. Oh, Kevin Keck, welcome in, man. All right, anyway, I'm having a hard time seeing the questions. Don't forget, guys, put five or so asterisks in front whenever you're directing your questions or messages directly to me. Five or six asterisks in front of your question. That was someone's idea in here and it was very helpful. Uh, Anyway, on to the business topic of the day. Today I wanna talk about sparking your creativity or not only that, but how creativity is important in this particular business. And I'm really just gonna riff on this because I have no, I don't even know where I wanna end up with this shit. So I'm just going to babble for a while. Here's what I have learned though. Uh, creativity well, for me personally is a sort of a cycle. Uh, and I found that I'm creative less than I'm uninspired. But when I get into that cycle of creativity, I have, I basically 
I know when it comes and I have to push everything around me away. Girlfriend, family, uh, even responsibility. When I feel the surge of creative juices flowing, I'm like, fuck y'all, fuck the world, this is what I'm doing. And I feel, I personally feel like a lot of creatives are that way. It's not an, a constant flow. It's something that when it comes, you fuck, the world be damned, this is what I'm doing now. Uh, and I think that most people that, that, ex, that or, or anyone that has just tapped into their creativity, whether they do it professionally or not, they feel this exact cycle. The problem is, is when you're not feeling creative, but you are in a creative industry that ultimately needs you to be creative for a living. How can you spark creativity when you're not feeling creative or when you're not in that cycle? And there is a lot to be said for that. More importantly, uh, you need it, right, in our industry because creativity is important. When you are dealing with clients that need help with artwork, that need your opinions, that some of them, some of us do full-blown from scratch designs. I did that when I started. I've stopped doing it because it was a whole other headache. But I'm looking to bring that back into it as a primary source for our shop. But for a long time, it was a major part of my business. And when you weren't into it, when you weren't feeling it, and clients needed you to be this thing, this creative person, it was extremely difficult to tap into it. So what I want to talk about is tapping into creativity when you're not feeling creative. That wasn't, and by the way, that's not where I, I was originally planning to go with this necessarily. I was wanted to talk more about how creativity was important to the screen printing business, but I think that's where I'm heading. Uh, so one of the things that I have found, and you guys continue, of course, to chime in on this topic in the chat as I'm working my way down it. I'm gonna to try to kind of stay up on it. Um, but when I'm feeling just, you know, like a dunce creatively, when, when, when the juices ain't flowing, one of the first things that I found is to check out what, what other th what what other what other things are going on creatively and this is where i love online and i talked about it previous in the vlog yesterday about magazines and, and publications but you can flip through things and they it will start your creativity going okay so if you're just drawing a complete blank a client has come to you and they and they're like, well, you know, I want, I want to keep it below four colors, but I want a really incredible logo that defines my business, right? And they're, let's just say that they're a fucking, they're a plumber. And you've seen every logo. There's a pipe wrench, there's some pipe, and it says plumbing, HVAC, whatever. You want to do something different. They want you to do something different. If you're not feeling creative, if something comes to you instantly, okay, cool, you know what to do. But if you're not feeling creative, the first thing that I always say uh, dive into some magazines, just visual magazines. Just look at things that will spark your visual creativity. Oh, be damned if it's relevant to what you're looking for. Just look for visual references. Uh, Google Images is amazing just to get a quick visual like overview of what's currently going on. Like you can go into Google, say trending design ideas for uh, plumbing, and you'll see kind of some of the most recent, or you can even say recent logos for plumbing companies and you can see where they're going and you can decide if that's where you want to go or not 
but just visually stimulating yourself will always kind of jumpstart it. It'll get it going. It will definitely get it going. Let's go to the chat and see what else people say. What else they say. Paid for it. Looking, 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 looking. Hang on, guys. Like, I, I get on the topic, but now I'm looking in the chat for stuff. It's very hard to keep track of all this. All right. Uh, Danny Meza. Creativity is always a work in process. People see and want to copy everything. Put your spin on it and make it yours. I'm always looking to make a new process and not a cookie cutter process. Very good point. Uh, creativity, and, and, and that goes more into the, to the development of a personal style. Uh, personal style is the um, evolution of like true, full-blown, almost plagiarism, but copying. You find something that people that... Get in nowadays everything is a copy of something else, but it's it's a it's a heightened version of it, right? Uh, my vlog started because I saw Casey Neistat doing his thing, and I was like, oh, I can do that, uh, but I'm gonna tie that into the screen printing thing. And now, like, I think you look at my stuff, and it's very different than what he was doing. But at the time, it was imitating him, like sparked my creative juices flowing and got me really into something that has now turned into something else. Right. Even with this live thing, like it, it's like, I wouldn't be doing this if I hadn't seen Casey's vlogs and started doing that. I wouldn't have gotten here. Uh, and everything is just like this constant evolution. This is what creativity is, but this is especially what developing a personal style or a personal brand is about, but it all, I think it all goes hand in hand. Right. Uh, and then yeah okay so hotbox print studio what's up it's talking about how he just uses different influences and i think that that's a great point as well uh but again that kind of comes down no that's part of creativity what you'll do right correct me if i'm wrong but you'll if you're feeling uninspired, you'll start referencing the, the things that, that did inspire you, the music, the visuals, the artists that inspired you, and you just start flipping through their stuff, right? You look through their back catalog, and you da 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 da, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, fuck, that gets me going. Look at this, look at this, or listen to this, oh, listen to this music, man. This is this is getting me rocking, and then you start it starts you in the process, and this is what I think is the key to when you're not feeling creative to sparking that those juices just look at the old catalog look at your past inspirations or look at uh just do some random searches and find visual things that just get you goddamn going i do find at times that movies visual things where, where they also require your attention and audio like certain things like podcasts and and how-to things they don't spark your creativity because what you're doing is intently listening to them and you're actually, it's hard for your brain to run free. Music helps. Uh, video, visual, I think visuals with no audios is really the way to go. You can have your music going that doesn't make you think. I also say familiar music that you can just listen to without thinking about it. 
and visual stimulation is the way to get it going. Anyway, uh, I feel like I said the same thing 20 different ways over and over and over again. You guys get the idea. I think that it, it makes sense. We all have it figured out. Uh, I know our dude, he's, a, he's part of the Print Fam Rye Beats. He's a, a DJ and all this stuff, so I want to shout him out because he plays in many different creative fields, and I fully respect that about him. By the way, Rye Beats, hopefully, will be hooking this channel up with some music. Uh, copyright strike free. Doodling helps. I, my mom used to doodle. She was super creative. Drawing is where it all starts. I agree. Oh, I am community college ed educated. And one of my art teachers said, well, she didn't say shit, but what she did was before every project we did in design, she would force us to draw about 15 to 30 thumbnails of our concept. We would take pieces of paper and square them out into like sixes, like six squares. And, we, and she forced us to continuously draw thumbnails. And what she said that we were doing was brainstorming ideas and uh, eliminating the bad ideas. And for every bad idea you put down on paper for a particular product, the closer you're getting to the right idea, to the good idea. So thumbnailing doesn't have to be good. Just quick sketches, layouts, uh, text layouts, um, concepts, images, even just squares and circles. They help you eliminate the bad ideas and get closer to the good ideas. So thumbnailing, sketching is a huge part of it. That is because of the community college teacher I had. I do it on every single design project I take on, which they're few and far in between nowadays. Somewhere along the line, I found it very hard to do design projects uh, rapidly. I'm more of a long form person when it comes to that. Rapid design, it's, it's not for me. I, I, there's other people that are way better at it than I am. Uh, anyway, so, but now what do you do when you are feeling creative? So th there's, you know, for me, it's, there's less creative time than there is non-creative time, but when the creativity comes flowing, what do I do? What I do is tell the world to fuck itself, leave me alone, because I'm feeling creative. Did it when I first got into web design, did it when I was like first learning Photoshop, Illustrator, when I first got into screen printing, when I was into skating, when I was into BMX, snowboarding. I was one of the few of my friends that would go to the mountain alone. I would ditch school, go, I, of course you buy season passes, I would go all day alone. When I'm into shit, I'm into it. When I'm not feeling creative, I can give a fuck. But when I'm really feeling creative, what I have found is that you need to capitalize on the moment because it is fleeting. So if you're in a creative industry, if you're looking for that, Nate, that next big idea that's going to take you somewhere that you want to go, when the, when the juices are flowing, when the spark has been fucking lit and that fire is ablaze, everyone in your life could go to hell. Because this is your time to capitalize on a fleeting moment uh, and you owe it to yourself and the people around you to do everything in your power to capitalize on it. That's it. And how important is creativity in this particular business? Uh, as a matter of fact, in the screen printing business, honestly, it's not super important. 
It's important if you are also a design studio, which we were for a long time, and people were coming to us for designs that they had no intention of having screen printed. It was for all sorts of other stuff. They were coming to me personally, and it was super important then, and it got overwhelming for me as a person that was doing it all, but I'm ready to bring it back in full force with, with uh, experienced illustrators and designers because I love the game. And it is important to this, to the industry, to the graphics industry as a whole, having top level illustrators, more importantly, but designers and layout pros as well, it's huge. It will make or break you as a print shop, as a studio, as a, as a leading authority in your industry, in the screen printing industry, design is extremely important. And that's it, man. That's where I'm leaving it. So yes, it's goddamn important. That's my business topic of the day. I wanted to do an Instagram shout out, but man, I've been like racking my brain trying to find just some other cool print shops. There's just not that many of them out there that are doing anything different. I've shouted out Mad Specials. I, I shouted out the Cat Palace. There's just not a lot more there, man. Uh, if any of you, anyone in the print fam, just finds a dope ass Instagram profile, let me know through the Facebook group. You know, I'm not doing the DM much, but just try to let me know however you can uh, in the comments of YouTube because I want to feature them. But it's got to be something different. You know, they're doing something else. Not a big production print studio. Who gives a fuck? Um, if, if it's just a small shop and you're just printing T-shirts for contractors and shit, who gives a fuck? We do that. That's what we do. Don't care. Uh, but if it's something special, let me know. You guys keep your eyes peeled. Uh, yep, that means it's time for the, it's the meat and potatoes, guys. It's the, it's the print life Q&A. This is what we all care about. This is what we're here for. Let me take a sip of this uh, apple cider vinegar and sparkling water. Oh, it's good. Okay. So uh, y'all know the routine, man. Start submitting your questions through the live chat. If this haircut game is fucking me up, dude. If I don't see questions coming through the chat, I'll head over to the Facebook group and start answering those. Uh, and that's the way it's going to go down. Hotbox Print Studio, no segue song. Nah, I'm, uh, I'm saving that. I'm going to do those for special occasions. And I think you can always tell my mental state uh, based on how the setup went. Because today's live feed was a funky fucking mess with reverb and all kinds of things going on uh i came into this with a mental state that was completely in the toilet therefore not in the mood to sing but i will tell you this when i started this when i thought i went live and all the reverb i was singing like a motherfucker i had a whole song man my whole intro was one gigantic song and then it started reverbing in my ear and then i haven't not in the mood to sing anymore so you guys will definitely be able to tell where i'm at mentally based on how much singing and shit that i do today nah not doing it uh, you know not every one of these feeds is gonna i'm really trying to shoot for variety in this anyway but each one of these feeds man i'm i've i've found even that Day to day, week to week, I'm a completely different person. I'm in a completely different state of mind depending on what's going on in the shop, in my life. Uh, and I don't expect any kind of consistency within this thing anytime soon. By the way, 
uh, I got some people reaching out to me uh, for this, not only for the live feed, but for the channel. People, things, there are people starting to reach out for collaborations and this and that. Here's what I'm going to say to you guys, man. And I just want to look at something real quick. Go up to the stats. 56. So this live feed is more or less stagnant. We're at our maximum, like our max peak today is 56. I think our highest has been 59. Uh, I am not going to bring any guests in or on until we are we have hit a hundred live viewers consistently for at least two times so until that happens it's just going to be me in here chatting with you guys but people are reaching out and they want to get involved in this whole thing but we got to get our numbers up before that happens i got a lot of interest i have a lot of guests that are they're willing to either come in here or they'll call in through skype or google hangouts that uh, i want to interview i want to ask them questions some of them are much further along the print game than i am or that any of you are some of them are just getting started some of them have been in this game for fucking years i want to bring them on not doing it until we are at least at a hundred live viewers so y'all need to start sharing this y'all all need to start letting everyone you know in the industry know that this thing is fucking happening if you want that kind of thing to happen on this live feed okay back to the q a that was just a kind of like a, a what the fuck moment because honestly guys we're getting it's the same it's like the same thing every time that's no fun. We need it needs to keep growing. If it's not growing and continuously expanding, uh, you know, we need we need to keep bringing people in. Uh, either did you go to design school? I have a portfolio, but I feel I need a bachelor's in design. You don't need jack shit in design, man. And I think that most people that are professional designers. The thing with design is you start small, you, de you design for your friends, you do a lot of free stuff, and it's just like every other industry, it slowly starts to work its way out. To be a professional designer, a freelance designer, you just gotta fucking blanket motherfuckers with your work. Whether you do it for free or for charge, you gotta blanket your people with your work. If you're good at it, people will become, they will start offering to pay you if you're subpar you may find it harder to make money at it and then it's just a reality check but you can always get better but you gotta blanket people with it man you got to especially the the design game so, like the design game dude it's it especially nowadays with it, like i was talking about with the magazine things people kids man are becoming so epic at design man there's such good illustrators out there and they're learning so fast like it's hard to compete so if you're gonna be a designer you need to be designing fucking fuck school man school teaches you nothing you just dig in and you learn man you do you're learning you're draw and i would say that no matter what you are whether you're a designer a painter you should be practicing illustration all the time. You should be studying anatomy. You should be studying objects. You should be illustrating objects. Because at the end of the day, what people always want, from my experience, even in the t-shirt in the game, is they want custom illustrations. Somebody may come to you and they have a, uh, uh, an electrical company, but they want Zeus to be holding a thunderbolt a certain way. You need to be, a, if you can illustrate custom concepts, you will be worth 
the world. If you can't illustrate custom concepts from scratch, you're gonna find it much harder to be a designer. I could illustrate to some degree from scratch, but not to the level that I wanted to, which made me not valuable. Uh, yeah, but anyway, anyway, guys, water base. Uh, John Morani. Okay, this is just a little comment for me. Audio going through the camera is perfect. So this is working out, huh? I do know that the audio is not as clean and it doesn't have that studio sound like that condenser mic does, but as long as it's working, I'm stoked. That puts a smile on my face. Let's put a smile on that face. You know who's it. So guys, now everyone's starting to ask questions to each other. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, we are always watching. New subscriber, literally today, will welcome to the print life. And if you, if you join a few more times, you'll officially be part of the print fam. Head over to Facebook and send a request to the print life Facebook group. And then you're officially part of the game. Uh, you recommend uh, someone with no experience in screen printing trying to start their own home business. Thanks ahead of time. Yeah, of course. The industry is already saturated, so I do not fear for a second of creating more competition. You definitely should start printing from home. Don't get a shop. Start building a website. Start making a social presence online. The, the yellow pages are dead. The phone book is dead. The internet is your phone book. That's where you start. Uh, as far as if you want to learn how to get started, I have, I did a small series on printing at home for cheap with no equipment, but I am working on now kind of doing a start over on tutorials and where I want to go with the tutorials is a baseline from, um, the perspective of like having equipment. And the problem that I have with that is I want to do that, but there's already so many of them. Cat Spit has done it. Ryanette has done it. So what I'm real, nah, I'm not going to do that. I think about it all the time, but even now as I'm saying it, I'm trying to fill a void of information that doesn't ex fucking exist, man. Ryanette answers a bunch of goddamn questions about every little aspect of the printing game. And the reason they do it is because they're trying to slang products to you guys. But... In exchange for you guys buying their products, they're providing a bunch of content in the form of tutorials. And, and everyone should take full advantage of that because they're providing it to you. Now, because they're doing it so heavily and Cat Spitz Productions has been doing it for years, uh, regardless of whether he's trying to hawk some stuff or not, he's in the game and he has provided motherfuckers with endless amounts of tutorial content. There's no need for me to film content in regards to tutorials. This is where I think the vlogs are more important. It's me showing you just more of my daily life. You don't need any more tutorials. You don't need them. It's, it's just, it's not necessary. I'll continue to do a, a one a week or whatever, but it's just not necessary for you guys. So, where the fuck? Dude, sometimes I just go off on tangents and I forget where I was, I was, even, I was even going. Yeah, yeah. 
I was talking, you were asking, yeah, yeah. If you're trying to learn the industry, Cat Spitz Productions, Ryanet, they got you covered. You don't need any other channels and forms of tutorials. If you're just interested in watching a, a, a goofball fumble his way through the business and he's just trying to find his feet, then my channel is where you should be watching. And I do recommend watching from the very first vlog that was shot in September of 2016. Because you will see some progression, both in my attitude and in the way I see things, some for the better, some for the worse. But it's a fun time, man. Like it's just, it's just really cool. So you can learn a lot from my channel in terms of just me documenting the experience. But if you just need hardcore t tutorials, you don't need. Go to Ryanit. Go to Catspit Productions. They're there for you. Uh, but let me see. Those guys are boring. We need them with your spine. Um, let's okay. Okay, dude. Now we're getting into some shit. Check out my shop. Okay, let's let's uh, shout out. Nah, dude. Josh A. Rainia, whatever. Uh, if you want to get shouted out, man, you need to go join the Print Life Facebook group, and you need to share some shop news on the goddamn group feed, and then I will officially shout you out. But I'm not shouting out your Instagram until you go sub uh, submit some shop news on the group. That's the deal. You want shout outs here from this point forward? Other than the intros and the you gotta you gotta submit news on the feed. That's the fucking rule. Print fam, hold me to it, guys. Make sure that I'm not you know, we gotta yeah. The group needs to go somewhere, it needs to have a purpose, it needs to fill a void that doesn't exist in this world. And here's what I will tell you, and this is why I keep pushing this news feed thing. I look for industry news, uh, and it doesn't exist, man. Like, I go to printware.com, and you know what, what the news is? Ryanet, Ryanet, Ryanet. It's clear that Ryanet is either, either they have no news, or Ryanet is paying them to be on the news feed of their vlog every single fucking day of the week. This is happening all over. There is no source for just independent news. And you guys are out in the world, you hear things, you can be the source for that. If you hear that Custom Inc. is doing something crazy, submit it on the Facebook group, the Print Life Facebook group. And then I can now share it with the rest of the world through this live feed. If you have something cool going on in your shop, share it on the Facebook group. And that way, consider it a press release. And the, the Facebook group is the press release that I read, I cultivate, and then I spit it back out live. You know what I mean, guys? It's, dope. it's a dope concept, but we need to make it a reality. And if y'all, but at the end of the day, if y'all are like, nah, fuck that. That's stupid. Cam, you like this idea, but we think this is fucking stupid. Then I'll stop endorsing it. But I don't think it's stupid right now. Right now, I think that that's sweet. And that can take this live feed to another level. Uh, Jason says, Ryanet doesn't have the best tutorials in terms of some techniques. Watch all you can. Everyone does it differently. Yeah, I, you know, guys, this is the way that I think, man, screen printing, here's, here's, I'm going to give you guys a fucking 100% truth, man. Uh, screen printing is a super easy business to enter into. Uh, it requires some trial and error, but at the end of the day, I was a plumber for fucking many, many years. Plumbing is a difficult trade. It's, it is a, a highly intelligent, highly specialized trade. Screen printing can be taught to most people in the course of 30 days. As a matter of fact, 
screen printing is easy enough to teach that it ultimately demands like the people that are on the press just printing they don't get high wages they're not they're it's they're not worth it because the skill is so easily taught you can teach anyone how to do it if you if you can allow 30 days so with that in mind, all you need really is the basics. You need to know how to lay down white on black. You need to know how to load, and you need to understand your curing temp, your your curing times and shit like that. If you know that stuff, dude. The press is easy. Well, and the setup, but every press is different. Oh, the point is, man, screen printing is just—it's not a complicated industry. It's fun. It's beautiful. It's artistically interesting, but it's not complicated. The tutorials are out there, and I'm just not super... I'm going to continue to do them. I'm going to do the ones that interest me in filming, but the tutorials are just not necessary. The basics are... They're in the world, man. It's not what you guys need. Your answers are there. Uh, I feel like what I provide is a different perspective in terms of the business, especially for people just getting started. You can see a ding-dong fumbling his way through it. That's the point of the Print Life channel, man. It's not about the tutorials. Not not me. You don't tune into me for the tutorials. You tune into me to watch me fumble my way through the shit. And I still have not fully figured out how to document that the way that I in initially envisioned it, but I'm getting closer. Getting closer. Uh, and by the way, you guys, let me know in the chat how you feel about these longer format vlogs, like these 15 to 20 minute vlogs where I talk a lot more. Well, I would like your honest opinion on that uh, because I do feel like I can do something with them. They're not there yet, but I feel like I can do something with them that would be very interesting in the future. Anyway. Jason, yep, Jason pretty much nailed it on the head from what I was talking about earlier. He looked for jobs at shops and saw the wages and said, fuck that, I'll start my own business. And that's the point of this business. This business is so easy to learn and enter that you can pretty much say, nah, fuck that, I'm going to start my own thing. And you can be in business within two months, six months, a year. There's very few businesses that you can say, fuck that, and start and enter into them in that time frame, which means that it's easy to learn the tutorials are there. Anyone can do it. The dip, the thing that's going to set you guys apart from the rest of the competition is how you market yourself and promote yourself. That's where it's all going to come because you can learn it quick, man. One of the things that I think a lot of newbie print... Okay, I'm just going to fucking keep riffing off this. One of the things a lot of new printers will experience is frustration in screen printing, but you're, you're frustrated because you have the wrong equipment. When you start buying the right things, presses with good micro registrations that have the ability to make real off-contact adjustments, you find that screen printing is not complicated. Most of your struggles and most of my early struggles come from having dog shit equipment that uh, is just not designed for production level screen printing. The second you buy that shit, it's easy as pie. I can take a kid that's never screen printed and in 30 days have him printing his fucking ass off. And here's the, here's the kicker. I'm the worst teacher in the world. I repeat myself. Uh, I go off topic. And I can still teach somebody in 30 days. I trained my form, uh, Alex. 
so efficiently that he thinks he taught himself. Like he's convinced in his mind that he was trained, uh, that he trained himself. And it was because I have, you know, it's just so fucking easy that he, 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 like, you can just pick it up. You can pick it up so fast. You can do it so quick. Anyway, where the fuck am I going with this, guys? I'm losing my mind. Uh, custom works. Thanks, man. I, that's, that's, he says he could listen to me for about an hour. I could listen to you for about, that's crazy because I, oftentimes I'm sitting here talking going, how is anyone listening to my dumbass babble? Even for as long as we are, oh my God, I've been babbling for an hour. How are we doing this, guys? This is crazy. Okay, here's a good question. Okay, so I was ranting there for an hour about screen printing and how it's not really considered like a super skilled trade, and it's not. But the question is, how do you put out good work with the shit starter equipment? It is fucking hard, dude. This is where like the industry has got some mistakes. This is what I would say. Single color jobs with those weird presses. From my experience, man, and I, I you know, sometimes I just talk out of my ass and you guys take from it what you will but you listen you're not supposed to be able to enter into a business for two thousand dollars it's not it's not even supposed to be a fucking reality that's why this industry is so saturated it's because the cost of entry is so fucking low but at the end of the day if you're gonna truly start a business and you're gonna and you want to do put out commercial quality work, you gotta invest $10,000, $20,000. And that's the reality of it. You can't put out the kind of work that we put out on these presses with a, a small tiny press that has tons of pallet deflection and has terrible micro registrations and doesn't hold registration the way you need it to. It's, you can, I've seen people do it impressively, like as a matter of fact, but it's a lot harder and the learning curve is much steeper. Whereas if you just get a used press that's been well cared of that has good micros, dude, you're going to pick it up like that. And then it's actually, when you know how to do it on a good press, it's easier to go back to crappy presses because you've developed the techniques. It's just that the, lear the learning curve is amplified on trash equipment. It's the same thing in, in the construction world, in the automobile industry. Dude, like shitty equipment produces shitty results. That's it. That's it. This is why I'm so set now on automating. I'm not even dead set on automating uh, for the purpose of fucking production increases. I'm dead set on automation for the consistency of it. That's it. It's the only reason I give a shit. Because we can, we can, like we can survive with manual presses. But when you're looking for the top level pro results, the, the consistency is the key to everything. And the crappy little presses, they're hard to be consistent with. You get a good manual press that's in the five dollars to $10,000 range, now you're talking about real consistency. Automatics, you're even higher consistency because you can control the, the squeegee pull and it can be the most consistent thing every single time. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but with your, when, you, when you're just starting out, you can produce some stuff. You can get some jobs, but at some point you're gonna have to take a risk and then make a real cash investment in real equipment. That's it. It's fucking it, man. I feel like people in the screen printing industry are so spoiled that they think that they should be able to start a business for two thousand dollars, which you can. Which I got into business for that amount of money, but I didn't become a legit business until I invested more money. I think that that's a pretty fair statement. 
Slightly biased, but fair. Okay, moving on. Uh, let's look for some more questions. Where's the questions? Uh, how about, makes perfect sense. Every trade requires a proper tool. Okay, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, elevation design and print. Did you guys know that if you do the at symbol followed by the print life, it will highlight it for Cam and he will see it? I didn't know this either. You guys see in this elevation print and sign. If you do at the print life, it will. I get this uh, orange bar, and then I really know it's directed right at me. I like that. I also do like the asterisk at the beginning because it does help me just kind of distinguish it. But the at symbol's better. Uh, Allison, I could talk shop. Oh, Allison, yeah, 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 yeah. When do we get the more advanced part of the class? You don't. You know what, I have been thinking about doing, that's something that I think we could do, someone brought it up to me a while ago, I'm not gonna say who it was, about the, the classes that they took with Ryan at and how it was good, but that they didn't get enough hands-on time. And that has me thinking. I'm not sure where I'm gonna go with it yet, but I'm definitely thinking about the advanced class. Dudes, I'm just, I'm just telling you the tutorials are out there. You don't need an entertaining dude or a weird looking dude to, to, to tell you a different way to do the same thing. They'll tell you how to do it and you'll find that when you get the good equipment, you can do it too. My channel is about watching me fumble through the shit. That's what this is about, man. It's not about the tutorials. It's really not. Best brand out there. I don't know if that's directed at me, but I'm gonna take it anyway. Ah. Thank you for saying you need good equipment. Amen. Yeah, dude, you just need good stuff. You do. It's just a fact. Uh, uh, yeah, and, but as Jason ends, Antec Legend, Vastex, or MNR, they're all great. The ice, dude, my guys love the Legend too. I thought I loved our MNR Sidewinder, but there's some things with it. I've done tune-ups on it, but it has its flaws, but I know for a fact that new, a new MNR Sidewinder is money. Uh, one of the things I love about MNR that both the Antec and the Vastex have problems with is that they have elevated uh, pallets, and when it comes to shirt loading, and I'm like good at loading shirts, but Smaller shirts on the elevated pallets, you can't just do the one flow throw and pull. Whereas on the M&R, you literally grab the shirt, throw it, pull it, and it's loaded. So I do feel that they fall short because of the elevated pallets, platens, whatever you guys call it. Uh, the M&R does not have them, so it is easier to load garments on the M&R. Uh, but they're all good, man. And I think the Chameleon is one of the best presses, and I got to admit... I gotta admit, and I don't even like endorsing Ryanette because they're not throwing me no fucking cash. And at this point, I'm like, dude, they should be throwing me some sponsorship dough. But that new manual press that they just came out with is looking pretty fucking nice, man. Zero pallet deflection. Uh, they finally added actual roller bearings to the registration gate. Before they had those cheesy fucking like workhorse stuff. Uh, Looks like a really nice manual press. No one's testing it out because they're all they're all fucking hard up on the. I don't know if it's all heads down. One of the best things about the Antec Legend, and this is the biggest selling point, is if you got some labor and you got a couple people you can put on press. The all heads down feature 
is it, it can literally double you spe your speed. You guys can see it in past vlogs and videos, but it's an amazing thing. Rock or MNR? I am strongly leaning to rock. Don't know why. I'm not sure if I'm being socially conditioned by them. Uh, don't like their sales things. I don't like their prices. Rock is one of the most expensive presses on the fucking market, for sure. For sure. Uh, MNR just feels like. I don't know, man. They MNR reminds me of like an all still American muscle car. Whereas Rock kind of reminds me of like a Ferrari, man. It's lightweight, it's versatile, it's nimble. Uh, the MNR is a fucking, it's a, it's a charger, right? It's steel, it's iron, it's chunky, but it, it'll get the job done for years and years. What I dislike about MNR is how much they rely on air, like air. Uh, I just, the air, air sucks, man. I fucking hated it. I hated it at the shop. I hated working on automatics that were all air. It's super stressful. I just don't like it. Uh, Kevin Keck uh, was wondering if I've tried Magna Colors water-based ink. No, I have not. Uh, if you're in touch with them, tell them to send me some samples, and I may or may not do a product review on them because any water-based ink, I'm willing to give it a shot because I have found that there are certain... There are different qualities to the pigments that they utilize. I don't think that they all get, I think that some of them manufacture their own pigments and pigment matters, especially in the water-based game. Our manual is eight by four, Ooh, that's sweet. Okay, Jason, okay, so Jason agrees. He says Ryanette was too much class time. This is what I am considering is doing some kind of class thing, but if that were the case and I was trying to offer something that they don't, we would need, we would need a space with like fucking 12 manual presses four washout boots, four export. You would need enough to where you could have small classes and everybody could get their hands on every part of it, uh, and which would which would require a big investment. And it's like I have to decide if I would rather do the class game or the print the printing game. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I did, okay, MJ Vent 2 is asking what my policy is with minimum order amounts, and, dude, okay, this is good. He's asking because he had a client start with 25 shirts, and then when it came time to place the order, went down to three. Had this shit happen all, all the fucking time when I first started. It really is part of the game, man. You get these clever little fucks, and they, they'll hit you at like 25, or even 50, even 100 pieces, and they, they think they're being clever, and they kind of are because they dupe you, and you're new, and they know you're new, and they know that they can fuck with you. But they'll start high to get the per-piece price down, and then they drop the quantities way low, and then they guilt trip you. Dude, oh my God, I went through this so many times. They guilt trip you that, that three is not the same as fucking 50 or 25. I, I'm assuming you probably gave them the same price for three that you did at 25. If you didn't, kudos to you, because I did. Just, man, I, I even to this day, I still deal with former clients that are used to the way that I was, where I was much more malleable in my requirements. And nowadays, I'm to the point where I'm just not malleable. Uh, you, and you just kind of make excuses, or you don't make excuses, you make rules and you stick to them, and, you just, and that's just the way it is, dude. 
I still have people that come in and try to lowball other printers or they'll use me to lowball bid the shit so that they can get a better deal with another printer and vice versa. They, I get that same game played on me. It's just a vicious industry and this is the industry you're entering into when there's so much fucking competition. And I'm cool with it at this point, man. I, I just, just don't give a shit. Riley 500. Yeah, that fi the 500 is the new one, right? Man, that thing looks sweet. I think that's what I want. I'm going to be honest with you. I think as far as manual presses go, what I would like to know is if that new Riley press uh, works. Because, you know, M&R, one of the great features is that their manual presses work in conjunction with the registration systems for their automatic presses. This is why their manual presses are amazing because they can be like a sampling press and it can you can use the registration system. I don't know if Riley's new press uh, allows... If the registration system works on the manual press just like it does on the automatic, then it's a fucking... It's a beautiful thing. They just need to get their prices down, dude. They're too fucking expensive. Dude, the silver press is good, I'm telling you. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I feel like, okay, and this is Hotbox Print Studio, so I, I just got to call this out, man. So sometimes I will go on a rant. This is the thing. You can do, like I was saying earlier, you can do good work on anything. It's just that the learning curve is harder on those kind of presses. They're harder. Like, I know for a fact, man, because I had one. Registering, it's harder. Getting your off-contact set up is harder. But if you, my friend, are able to register and set up a job and get good registration on that fucking press, then obviously you can still put out good work. And then when you do upgrade to a, a legit manual press, bro, with like micro, it's going to be so fucking easy for you. You're going to be ahead of the curve. That's what I say. That's, that's that. Just like for us, man, like we're so good at setting up on these presses, dude, that when, when we move to automatics, when we, it's just going to be like, da, 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 da. we're so fucking good at it. When we have pre-registration systems and shit, it's just going to be like, bah, 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 done. You know what I mean? We have such a system in place just for reclaiming screens based out of necessity that when we, at some point, if you have like screen reclaiming automatic things and this and that dude everything's just going to be so fast i think that you going through that now man is struggling with that press which i know you i do know for a fact that you struggle with it compared to other stuff when you do upgrade life's going to be a fucking cakewalk so no hate i and the whole point of that whole rant was not to hate it was just to say that you know everyone enters into every business different ways different methods but the reality of the business world is entering in for a couple thousand bucks what do you expect, right? But if you enter in with ten, twenty thousand dollars, you can have a different set of expectations. And if you enter into a business with a hundred thousand dollars, again, you have a different set of expectations. Maybe that made sense. Uh, I want to try to get through a few more of these questions, guys. But it's getting late, man. We're, we made it through the, these hours. Like, just fizzle the fuck away. Uh, let's see. Does anyone here really print? Uh, I would like to, I'm trying to fucking find something here. Here we go. Okay. So this is good news. Ink. So ink ninja says 
that the platens do transfer. So the registration platens, not not the not the print platens, the actual registration platen that goes with that with the rock registration system. I would assume the platens transfer. That's cool too, man, but is there okay Mohammed Sui is asking this and I did not know this at the time someone in this feed actually put me on game to this but he's asking is there a way to cure plastisol ink with a heat press and apparently you can man a lot of printers are are doing it uh, you guys anyone who's in the chat answer him answer Mohammed how you cured it did you use a Teflon sheet I've never done it that way so I don't know Okay, Jason is also looking at the 500. It looks pretty sweet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you only see your name in orange. Okay, so yeah, Mohammed, he's answering you there. So you can, but you still got to flash the print first so that it doesn't get ink on the Teflon sheet. So you need to do like a, a full-blown gel over the top of the ink, and then you can cure it. That's cool. I've never done that. Never even I never even considered that you could do that. So that's amazing. Um, interesting guys I'm just flipping through this stuff okay here we go yes it's no different than a plastic transfer cool that's freaking crazy it's amazing to me that you can do that man yeah yeah so the platens for sure the rock is gonna be but I'm, I'm talking about the registration system the the pre-registration system is where the money's at, man. If, if there's good ones like M&R's pre-registration system, it fucking works. It works like a charm. And I don't know how Rock system works. One of my friends locally says that they fucking sold it back to them because the Rock's uh, pre-reg system is dog shit. Maybe they just didn't know how to use it. I don't know. But it, you never know. You know, maybe they just find it quicker to re register things the traditional way. But well, I have heard some issues with it. So, anyway. You guys, I think that that's pro. Who's this here? Go on earlier, blah, 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 blah. Good. Now, there is something here, which I would like to call out. Look like some fucking troll-ass bitch hanging out in here. Just wanted to call him out real quick, but I can't find him. Where do you go? Damn it, I saw like this really, okay. Vax, word, who, that's not him, who he's, yeah, we're about to wrap this up, guys, but I do want to read this last uh, little thing here. Okay, and this is the last thing, like I've seen a couple things here, and I do just want to reiterate that I think it's totally fucking cool to enter into this business at any level, but I, the whole point of that rant that I did way earlier, guys, I'm, I'm defending myself, but also I just don't want to defeat anybody or put anyone down. The whole point is that 
there's different levels of entry. And when you, when you enter in at the low cost, you're going to have a different set of results, in my opinion, than you do when you enter in at like the medium cost. And then you're, and like we, we're like the medium shop or even a small shop. Technically we're small by every standards, but then you look at the big things with like big automatics, they have a different expected result than what we have. That's the whole point. If you're starting out, if you've entered into this thing small, just be patient with yourself. It, and it is going to be, there's a harder learning. The, the learning curve is harder because when you, when the equipment doesn't have all the little things you need, it's harder to pick it up, man. It is. I, Cause I did it. I remember trying to figure this shit out and me. It's so goddamn frustrated. I remember when I first started screen printing, I, there was this fucking book. I still have it somewhere about uh, screen printing for fun and profits by some ding dong, uh, and one of the recommendations that he had was that you could, you don't need to spend $30 on, um, on emulsion remover. You can use bleach. And as a young, dumb idiot trying to figure it out, I'm like, oh, well, bleach is only $3 a gallon, so of course I'm going to buy that. And I would spend hours and trying to reclaim screens, trying to reclaim screens that I fucked up or that didn't work the way I wanted. And it was so labor intensive that eventually, like, I didn't even want to make screens anymore. But the lesson I learned there was that when I finally bit the bullet and bought the proper chemical to remove the emulsion properly, all of a sudden it was easy to reclaim these screens. And then when I took a step up even further and bought a dip tank, it was even easier. And then I no longer dreaded reclaiming screens. But I had this thing for a fucking long time where... I was terrified to burn a screen because I was absolutely mortified of having to fucking reclaim it. Hopefully you can take something from that. The proper things make your life easier, which in turn make the business easier, which in turn produce better results. Okay. That's fucking it. I really wanted to call out some asshole. Okay, here he is. Who, he who is will be. Looks like an asshole. Uh, and he and he, he's in here just trolling his ass off, guys. So uh, I would say, how do we get him out of it? How do you? Can you block motherfuckers? Is that possible, guys? Can we do that? Anyway, everyone, take note. He who is will be. We need to figure out how to block him because he's just in here being uh, a little douchebag. Might be a kid. Could be an adult. Either way, you know, okay, here we go. I just wanted to call this out. No, nah, I'm not going to call him out. Should I call him out? Nah, that gives him too much credit. But he does think he's going to start a screen printing channel, which not only to this man, but to all of you, I definitely recommend you do it. And I have seen a lot of people in here. Rye Beats is one of them. He's definitely been, he was actually started the same time I did, and he's, been doing vlogs and just documenting his life and it's very very cool and anyone that wants to start their own thing i highly recommend it except for this guy because he's a douche and no one wants you here so stay away okay okay you're probably the dude you're probably the solo that literally if any of you guys have noticed my video uploads there's one person one it's the solo motherfucker that comes through every one of my videos. It's one person and gives me a thumb down. One. Just one. There's like one thumbs down. And now I know that I'm calling this out. I'm going to get more of them. 
But it's like, if you go back through all my videos, you'll see it. There's this one little douche just doing it every single time. I'd love to know who it is. Uh, but anyway, guys, fuck this. Okay, I'm done. So let me read through my outro real quick. Um, like, share, subscribe, ding the bell, blah, 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 blah. And then head over to iTunes and Google Play. Need them five-star reviews. Shit's working. You guys keep reviewing it. And the podcast keeps getting more and more listens and downloads every single week. So thank you, everybody who's doing that. It means, it means the world to me. Uh, oh, yeah. Anybody who just tuned in, if this is your first time here, head over to Facebook. Search out The Print Life and send a request to that Facebook group. That is where you submit your shop's news. And if it's good news, if it's newsworthy, I will shout you out on one of these live feeds. So, the, 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 the um, Juan, whatever the hell is, what was his name? Juan, 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 Juan. He did, uh, Jorge Carranza. Check out his post. He did it perfectly. You guys emulate his posts and uh, you're going you're gonna to get shouted out. Uh, what else, what else, what else, what else? That's pretty much it, right? You guys make sure to head over to Twitter and Instagram and follow me at C-A-M-E-A-R-V-E-N. If you a troll-ass bitch uh, by the name of he who is will be, stay the fuck away, man. Go bug someone else. Uh, love your print fam. You guys are awesome. Uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure to tune in. And I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think we, we nailed it, man. Another live feed down, man. This shit was awesome. Peace out, family. Bye-bye.